Hello, everyone. Welcome to Enjoy the Book of Life. We're here with our last specialty tools episode, at least for this year. If this is your first time seeing one of the specialty tool episodes over the course of 2023, I have gone through and looked at different kinds of literature in the scriptures and how we can study more accurately that type. I gave the example way back uh, when I was introducing this series uh, that when I read documents like a mortgage, I'm going to read it very differently than when I read a love letter from my wife. And so it is when we go to the scriptures. I, the way I read a logical argument like we see in the book of Romans, it's going to be very different than the way I read the book of Psalms. And so to help us in our study, uh, there are certain things that we should do in all studies. And again, if you haven't uh, looked at the episodes one and two, the very first two episodes that we did on the podcast, I would encourage you to go back and look at those. Those are the four basic tools, the, the four things, whether you're in Psalms or Romans, Revelation or Micah, you should be doing these four things. But then I wanted to get a little bit more specific and give people some helps when they look into specific kinds of literature. So we've looked at poetry, we've looked at uh, exposition, we've looked at narrative, and now we're going to be looking at hidden teachings is what I call this. And so this is kind of a conglomeration of different uh, events and happenings that we see in the scriptures, like parables and miracles, signs, wonders, dreams, and visions. And uh, I group them together because at least the way I study these, it ha they have similar characteristics. And we'll see that the examples that I give throughout the episode will actually vary between these different uh, events. And so these, these all have teachings within them, but they're just hidden. And so it's, it's our challenge to uh, go below the surface and to find out what that hidden teaching is. So, Let's go through these. We've got five specialty tools for hidden teachings. Uh, the first one is to look for interpretations and applications in the Bible. So in Mark chapter four, uh, we've got the parable of the soils. Sometimes it's referred to as the parable of the sower, but this is where the sower, he sows the seed and it lands on four different kinds of soils. And when we read the first few verses, uh, we're confronted with this parable, different soils, different things happen to them. And they, uh, and as a result, we get different effects, whether that be the bird eating the seed or uh, it being burnt up in the sun or because of the uh, weeds, it chokes it out uh, or it growing and being very fruitful. So we have all these different effects. And so we're saying, well, what does this mean? Well, we just have to skip down to verse 13, a few verses later, and the Lord Jesus actually interprets it for us. And this can be very helpful when we look uh, for clues as to how others should be interpreted. We look at the way the Lord Jesus interpreted his, and specifically, if I was studying the parable of the soils, I need to make sure I look at what the Lord Jesus says this means. 
but when I look at other parables that aren't explained, this can be a helpful guide for us. So refer back to those where things are explained, whether it be a vision, a dream, a, a wonder, a sign, a miracle, or a parable. Find ones where the explanation, either the interpretation or some sort of application, is linked with it in Scripture. And then at that point, uh, it, it, it's there for you. Um, but if you find one that's not, it is helpful to find others that are as a helpful guide. Number two, uh, identify all the components of the teaching. So, for example, if we go to John chapter 10, the Lord Jesus talks about himself as the good shepherd. And he tells this um, parable as he goes through and and he's the shepherd, and he enters by the door. Uh, the porter is there by the door. He uh, enters into the sheepfold, and he calls the, his sheep, and they hear his voice, and they follow him. And then he goes out, and then he says, I am the door of the sheep. Okay, And then he talks about thieves and robbers and um, wolves and uh, laying, himself, laying his life down. Uh, the hireling. Um, we've got all these different components. And so when we list all those out, we start to notice that for each one, there needs to be a corresponding purpose for it. So uh, when he walks in, well, who's the porter? And uh, what is the sheepfold? And what does it mean that he entered by the door? And what does it mean that there are some that go over the wall, right? And so when, when we start to see those things, uh, we can we it helps us from making some mistakes. For example, early in the parable, the Lord Jesus enters by the door, and then later he is the door. Okay, so these are two different components. He's in two different locations here. Uh, one, he's by the city, and uh, we covered this a little bit more in detail uh, when we talked about the transition. Uh, passages in the book of John. If you haven't seen that episode, you can go and uh, I'd encourage you to watch it. It's a really good one for passages like this, but he enters by the door and that's uh, him coming in to Judaism and he calls his sheep and they hear his voice. Those uh, Jews at that time who had a living relationship with the Father, they recognize the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus said this, if you knew my Father, well, then you'd know me. Uh, you'd recognize my voice when I called to you. And we see this uh, with the disciples, that when he called them, they just dropped their nets and they went after him, right? They, they recognized his voice. And so uh, then he goes and he takes them off and he says, I have sheep that are not of this fold, right? I've got other sheep that aren't Jews, but they're going to be one flock, and I'll be their shepherd. And right here, we have a little foreshadowing at the church. So finding all those components and saying, okay, here's one, uh, and here's another, and the, it'll it'll give us kind of a, a list to say, okay, all of these components, going back to, to the example of the parable of the soils, we'd say, uh, here's the bird, here's the weeds, here's the sun, uh, but And thankfully, the Lord Jesus, he explains that one. 
and and we can see what each of those components means. So actually identifying all the components and then asking the question, what do these have in relationship to each other uh, is a helpful specialty tool here. Our third one is to trace people, places, things, and ideas. So as we trace through, uh, we can see certain common threads through scripture. Uh, one good example of this is when the Lord Jesus curses the fig tree. A lot of people view this as the Lord Jesus's only negative miracle, his uh, negative sign. Uh, but I think if we look at the fig tree through scripture, uh, it, it can give us some clues. Again, we've done an episode on uh, the fig, the olive, and the vine, and how they picture uh, the nation of Israel in different ways. Uh, the fig tree, even before Israel, we see fig leaves in the Garden of Eden. It was with fig leaves that Adam and Eve tried to cover themselves up. And so it is that uh, the fig tree is a picture of religious Israel. And this is the time and time again, the Lord Jesus is confronted with religious Israel in the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, the priests. And what do they have? All they have are leaves. Uh, they have no fruit. Uh, there's no spiritual fruit. It's all just leaves covering themselves up like Adam and Eve. And so he withers the the leaves. And this is what the Lord Jesus did with the people, the the, the Pharisees and such, is he would speak withering words. He would show them that there was nothing to what they had. And of course, this is a positive. When I realize that I've got nothing to depend on with myself, with my religion, with my good works, that's when I realize I need a savior. And so this, this was his act. He, he spoke withering words, showing them that they didn't have uh, anything. So it's a sign, and, and it's a good teaching sign for us. So whenever we see these different components, whether it be in a dream, oh, it mentions this, where is that used throughout scripture? Um, or here's a sign, here's a, a vision, here's a, um, a miracle. There are components. How are those components used throughout scripture? Another good example is the parable of the leaven. Leaven is always seen as a negative. And so when we see the leaven spreading, um, we, we should take into account how it's used throughout the rest of scripture. Um, number four, make historic connections. So, uh, for example, we've got Pharaoh's dreams. Now, Pharaoh has these dreams about cows. And you've got these nice fat cows, and then these skinny cows come through, and they gobble up the fat cows, but they remain skinny. And of course, this one has an interpret given interpretation given to us uh, by God through Joseph, and we see that it's tied to an actual historical event. And so it is with a lot of uh, visions through the scripture or dreams, uh, even miracles point to historic connections. And so uh, it would be a miss to miss those connections because that is what it it's referring to. Uh, that's the whole point of it. Uh, and then number five is have dispensational considerations. So once again, as we view the scripture as a whole, uh, we see that the Lord has worked 
uh, at, in different ways throughout history. And so uh, we need to make sure we meet those considerations. One such example is Peter is on the roof of Simon the Tanner, uh, and he has this vision of a tarpaulin coming down from heaven, all these animals uh, unclean. And the Lord says, rise, kill and eat. He says, not so, Lord. And it, this is the Lord teaching him to go out to the Gentiles. And so this it, it's, it's at a pivotal moment. And uh, it's there for the purpose of this dispensational change where uh, before we had this wall of partition uh, that, that Paul teaches about in the book of Ephesians that was there to separate the Jew and Gentile. And now it's been broken down and there is no uh, distinction between Jew and Gentile, but we're all one. Um, so these five uh, different uh, specialty tools should help us whenever we come across these parables, miracles, signs, wonders, dreams, and visions. And so they, they'll help us kind of uh, unearth uh, that those hidden teachings within. Now, one little extra note here as we come to the end of this is that a lot of these different styles of writing, they're, they're co-mingled. So you'll be in the middle of a narrative section and someone starts talking about their dream uh, or you're reading through the prophets and there's this uh, vision of, of uh, a woman in a basket and these two other women with wings, you know, flying her out uh, into the wilderness. So you'll have this where uh, you're in the middle of a prophecy or a poetry book or in the middle of a narrative and the Lord Jesus starts telling a parable. And and so we need to be able to switch through this. Even uh, when you're looking at um, narrative, all of a sudden you'll have these logical arguments like we talked about in exposition. There's this dialogue going on. And so uh, all of these specialty tools, even though I, I was giving them to you in these, these segmented episodes, uh, they really are intermingled. And it's good to be able to practice through those uh, to see what these tools are and how to apply them. Um, now, some of them are more common in some areas than others, but um, uh, hopefully that the, this will help as you pursue them. It's a, it is a hope of mine to go a little deeper into these as we go in subsequent years, uh, maybe readdressing some of these. So like, for example, when we talked about the poetry books, we talked about parallelisms and how important they are. And I just really gave a short outline of the three most common of these types of parallelisms. I'd lo love to go more in depth on that. Uh, there are lots of different kinds and other poetry features that we didn't address. And so hopefully if you found these helpful, uh, you'll find those helpful as well as we all seek to study and further enjoy the book of life.